did that go live, that means we are live. Yep, I'm waiting for it to pop up on my... That'll be it. Got it. All right, guys, welcome aboard. I'm Johnny, that's the Greg, and this is our podcast. While you guys are liking, subscribing, sharing, Greg's going to talk to you about our partner, Audible. Well, John, we are partnered with Audible.com, the Audible owned by Amazon, uh, Oswa.com. They have hundreds of thousands of audiobooks and things for you to listen to during your commute, during your workout, during that time you're just uh, sitting at work doing data entry and you're bored as shit. You can just put on an audiobook or a podcast or uh, anything that, that boring shit in a different and world. just do it yeah if you want to do that in middle earth you can do that in middle earth <laughs> um that should be a shirt do it in middle earth do it in middle earth yes <laughs> uh so if you would like to get one month free of audible uh courtesy of us uh you could do that by going to audibletrial.com slash j-a-t-g uh you sign up you don't have to commit you can cancel at any time if you like it after a month and you want to keep it hey that's on you no problem uh but you're going to get 30 days on us if you go to audibletrial.com slash j-a-t-g yeah we should definitely write a shirt saying johnny and greg told us to do it middle earth yeah Jenny Greg say do it middle earth. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're going to break down what we're going to do today. And the first thing we're going to talk about is that funny thing that happened to the NFL. There's a Super Bowl you're, going on. Oh there gosh. is, God, if you're an owner in the NFL right now, you might be a little bit nervous about what's coming down the pipe. Uh, yeah, you're definitely, um, you're probably checking your records. Yeah, maybe burning some records, yeah. hiding some emails, especially if you happen to uh, be a Miami Dolphins employee and or a Cleveland Browns owner or even a Redskins uh, owner. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, not the Redskins. Sorry. The no, Washington no. Commanders. The commanders. Yes. Um, that's old school, guys. That's just ingrained in my head, Redskins. I mean nothing from it. Literally. I just it's just yeah, it is. It's just been in my head since I've grown I've been born. Anyway, um, yeah, they've had it's been rough being a uh, NFL owner of these lat these nice la, 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 these um throughout the week, John. Week. Throughout the yeah. week, the owners took a yeah. beating. Uh with good reason. Yeah, Damn, well, it was reason. very good reason. Yeah, very good. Uh, reason. Why don't you break it down, John? What happened? We actually will get into that, but I want everybody who is listening right now, I want you to start doing your homework. I want you to start thinking of all these TV shows because after we're done talking about our NFL oh. talk, we're going to slide in and we're going to start talking about Greg's top. What is this? It's not Greg's. I picked it up off the internet. Interwebs. Jeez, we're both having a night, aren't we? Yeah. Um, it is the 10 show challenge so right. that's what we're going to go into so just keep just start rallying in your head your favorite <laughs> shows the shows you didn't like the shows you like that nobody else likes the shows that uh everybody says are great and you think suck keep those in mind because we're gonna start going over those as soon as we're done with the nfl yes okay so beyond a super bowl there was oh, a is that lot, a thing yeah there was a lot of news um coming down the pipe from the nfl this week mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. Let's see. Let's start it out with Brian Flores, who was the head coach of the Miami Dolphins. He was fired and there kind of started becoming this smear campaign of why he was let go, because it was strange. He, he was let go. He went one in seven and then reeled off. I believe it was nine victories in a row. Yeah. You know, and so 
when you do that, when you get everybody, when it looks really bad and you get and you galvanize a team and you win nine in a row, I'm guessing you're a pretty good coach. And they got rid of him, and he was trying to uh, uh, get the New York Giants um, job. So yep. basically, long story short, the two candidates for the New York Giants were Brian Dayball. I'm going to have to say this because it is what it is. He's white. And Brian Flores, who's black. They both mm-hmm. worked for uh, Bill Belichick, who is the head coach of the New England Patriots. Okay. So Brian's sitting at his house one day. I'm talking about Brian Flores. He gets a text from Bill Belichick that says, hey, I talked to my sources. Congratulations. I heard you got the job. And he said, mm-hmm. wow, that's great. That's that's all I want. I'm looking forward to it. And then Bill Belichick responded back. Yeah, I talked to uh, I talked to New York and to um, hang on. I, I'm sorry. I think my dog just puked all over the floor. Hang on. No, we're good, Greg. OK, okay. Um so basically going back to uh, Bill Belichick, he said, um, he said, I checked with my sources of New York and with Buffalo. You're good. Um, and the other guys from Buffalo, right? Yeah. And Brian Flores, who was the head coach of Miami, kind of went, wait a second now. And he said, hey, coach, are you talking to Brian Dayball or are you talking to Brian Flores? And then I guess there had to be that awkward pause when you realize, oh, shit, I text the wrong person. Yeah. What did you do? I fucked up. Yeah. And so basically what happened was uh, he found out, what Brian Flores found out was that Brian Dayball already got the job. Mm-hmm. And he was just going in there to, quote, unquote, fill an NFL rule. Right. He, he still had an interview left. Like, yeah. Yeah. So Bill, Belichick knew that the decision had been made. Right. Meanwhile, this guy's getting ready to fly to New York for an yep. interview. Yep. An interview for it when he realized it was just a, a sham or scam. That yeah. Sham's, sham's the big word they're using. <clears throat> excuse me. They're using right now. So, well, yeah. I mean, they needed to give this guy the appearance of a fair shot per right. the league rules of like a diversity rule. Right. Yeah. And, but they had already made this decision. So he, now yeah. he's like, I, I'm going up so they can check a box, right? Yeah. And rightly much. so, he got pissed. He got really pissed. Um, I guess this hasn't happened to him before. Uh, this this isn't the first time that this happened to him. And um, it's just, it's funny. It's not Bill Belichick's fault. Like, he wasn't making a hiring. He was just right. trying to listen to the grapevine. And so he made the mistake of just writing a bad text. We've all done it. I'm sure if you guys think about times where you have sent out a text and you went, Oh shit. I think the one time I did it was I sent out bank information to my sister about like my wife and our finances. And I was like, Oh shit. No takesy backsies. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, uh, yeah. So he's suing the NFL because, uh, basically for racism, honestly, Mm -hmm. and they got a good case. They got a good case. And I know there's a lot of people out there and believe me for a long time, I was one of them that was like, Look, this isn't a race thing. You're making it a race thing just because it's it's uh just because they happened to pick a white guy as a head coach. Maybe they just wanted that guy. They thought he was a good coach and they wanted him. It's it's the lack of it's really the lack of opportunities that these other black coaches haven't even gotten. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, I mean it there is a huge problem. It's just a big problem. And Brian, 
good for him, man. He's probably never going to coach again in his, in his life in the NFL because once you sue the NFL, they don't take kindly to you. Yeah, the they rest don't of like that lives. so much. Yeah. The and, and I've heard a couple different sides to this where yeah, there are. Um, I think I heard one person, <clears throat> and I'm not going to name drop them, but they were like, so he wasn't the best man for the job. Like it's not, it's not a race thing. It's just, he's not the best man for the job. It turns into a race thing when they had to bring him. They couldn't just say, Hey, you know what? We're going to go with the other guy. Right. When they say, because you're black, we need to do another interview with you. Right. And when you take a look at the, around the league, there is a disproportionate number of white head coaches to black head coaches. Mm -hmm. And when you look at the league players, uh, I got to tell you, it kind of swings the other way when yeah. it comes to black to white players. Right. So the guys that are really good at playing the game, I'm guessing know a lot about the game too. And, you know, I would think there would, there would be a more even distribution in terms of number of coaches. Yeah. You would think that, but I think, like you said, I think it stems from, it's a, another buzzword lately is systemic problem. You know, sure. there's not a lot of, billionaire owners in the NFL that are black and, and it's weird. It, it well, there's feel one. There's one. There's right? not. No. Oh, I there's thought Shad there was one Khan. Shad Khan, I believe is. <clears throat> oh, he's Middle Eastern. Egyptian or something like that. Or. Okay. So there's I, I'm one, not a hundred percent sure where he's at, but one person of color, but no. Out nobody now. else. Nobody else. So black essentially okay. it's a, it's a billionaire white guys club. It That's yep. what it is. It is what it is. I, it I always has been. Yeah. And these are billionaires who, um, if you've seen how they're acting lately, um, they are very much in their kingdoms looking down on the peasants. That's how mm -hmm. they look at their lives. And it, it's coming, I mean, it, it's becoming abundantly clear that that's how they look at life, um, is mm -hmm. that I'm better than you. You don't need to talk to me. We can go all the way to, uh, there are some horrible rumors and i'm going to say the rumors but they're in the lawsuit so they're accurate accusations but yep. they're not proven yet um for that brian flores was he was told he'd get paid over a one hundred thousand dollars per loss um i believe it was back in 2017 or 2018 whenever the first year he got hired the owner in told miami. him for yeah, sure got in, hired miami. in miami the owner told him that <clears> basically <throat> Don't worry about winning this year. Like if you could like, you know, lose, put us in a good position to uh, get our first round draft pick. I'll give you a, a bonus. Yeah. And to coaches and players at that level, I know uh, there's a lot of cynical people out there who think that they have no issue with that. But I, I, I find that hard to believe because these are ultimate competitors. These are people mm -hmm. that don't like to lose at like card games. Right. You know, when it's their livelihood, they're not mm -hmm. going to want to throw it on purpose. It was interesting. We were, I was talking with uh, my mom actually uh, yeah. this afternoon and she had, she's keeping track of this and so is my dad. And she brought up, and I've heard her say this, like, we'll be watching a, a football game. It's usually a Packer game. I don't know if the Packers are in this list, but um, it makes you wonder sometimes where, your team or another team is just down uh, and it's like they stop trying and not that the players are stopped, stop trying. I mean, you see it on uh, the Monday morning armchair quarterback 
stations, ESPN, yeah. everything else. Why would the coach make that decision? Why would he not kick a field goal? Why would he run, do a running play as opposed to a pass play? Why would he do a quarterback draw uh, in, in this situation? All that kind of stuff. And, you know, mom would say, I think they're just being paid to lose at this point. My dad's like, no, they can't do that. Cause he's very much like you saying, nope, these are competitors. Absolutely not. They won't do that. Right. And I think they're both right. The players wouldn't. Right. But the coaches might. And I, I can't say no to that. I'd hate to think that. I'd yeah. hate to think that. Now in and, some, in some ways it is just stupid coaching. Like we, we right. saw with like Mike McCarthy that it's just, well, hey, Matt Nagy, coach. Yeah, Matt Nagy, a guy who was coaching for his job, and maybe there's something to say about pressure. Look, pressure can make you do things you never thought you would do. It would, right. it could make you make choices you never thought you would make. Um, so I, I can't argue with that. I can't argue with your mom that she's wrong. I can't, I like, especially the if, stuff you're hearing now. Right. If this stuff is true, and the other one is uh, another prominent coach named Hugh Jackson also said, Hey, I stand by Brian Flores. I have proof that we were doing that in Cleveland. Yeah. And so it's like, Whoa, it really becomes, I mean, it, it's two separate issues. The Venn diagrams have some crossover. You got the race issue, right? Right. You got the race issue and that's bad. Um, right. Where there's not enough black, black coaches. They're not given shots. Um, right. And then you've got this paid to lose thing yeah. where, you know, that's in itself. I think a form of cheating and because you're trying to cheat the system. So you get a better draft pick, right? Some people would call it strategy and I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Um, so then oh, no, it's, that, it's definitely strategy, but we'll okay. go into that in a minute. Go ahead. So th then you've got that happening, yes. but here's, here's where the rub really comes in. And you brought this up uh, in the talk that we had earlier in the week that with these black coaches, if you're a, a black head coach and you lose your head coaching job, the odds of you getting another head coaching job are like single digits. Like there, no one is going to hire uh, uh, another. And it seems the data, the data would show this a black head coach that just came off of a terrible losing season. Yes. And now when you add into that, I was paid to lose. I was paid a right. hundred grand or more a right. game right. to lose. Yeah. And then, after you do what the owner's telling you to do, essentially your boss, mm -hmm. you get fired, and then your chances of ever becoming a head coach again in the NFL are slim to none. Right, and because people, the first thing people do is when they find out who their new head coach is, they go to what they did before and what's yeah. the record. And so how even in public do? opinion, you're going to look at how they did, and you're going to go, oh, damn, they didn't win a game? But it's not right. because – but going back, Brian Flores was uh, – his accusation was that he was told that he said mm -hmm. no to that. He said, I am not okay. doing that. And he won five games. And that, I guess, started the, the, uh, the crack in the foundation between ownership and the head coach. Okay. So that's why there was such a smear campaign, in my opinion, for that. Mm -hmm. coach. Um, here's the problem. I think that was that the, that is starting to happen in the NFL, in the NBA, there used to be, a, a situation where people would tank for a reason because they wanted to get a draft pick that could mm -hmm. elevate their franchise for the next 10 years. That is a strategy. And the NFL, the NFL, the problem is in sports, in my opinion, big in big sports, we 
um, we, uh, I'm looking for the word. Basically, we reward people for losing. Hey, if you lose really bad, you get the best player next year. Oh, right? okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, so we are incentive. Help me off that word. Incentivizing. We're, yes. We're incentivizing, incentivizing loss. Yes, we are. And I think when you do that, <clears throat> it can force somebody to sit there and go, Look, right. we're in that sticky situation this year where we're not good enough to make the playoffs, but we're not good enough to lose. And so we're going to stay here in this situation where we're not going to get the quarterback that's going to change our future. Let's just lose all the games. That way we for sure get the first round quarterback mm-hmm. and we're on our way. And I, that is a strategy. I think it's a horrible strategy. I think it should be changed. I think we're at that age or at that time period now in the NFL where we should change that. That should be changed. Maybe the team that just missed the playoffs, they get the first round pick or mm-hmm. because we're incentivized. We're, I, I just, we're rewarding right. people for losing. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but at its heart, it should work. I mean, I understand that it's not, but at its heart, it should work. It because did. It did well, for it a did. very long time. So that's why I'm like, yeah. I, I don't know if, I don't know if I'd want like the team that just missed the playoffs. Maybe they get, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I don't know that. what I would do either. That was now, just a thought that just popped in my head at this. So point. there is one more angle to this that we talked about earlier in the week that we haven't brought up yet. Okay. And that is, I think you said the Miami dolphins owner just bought a shit ton of stock yeah. in a betting website. Oh, I think he actually spearheaded it. Like he spearheaded. So yes. it's his thing. So here we have an owner. Yeah. Stephen Ross, now, by the way, Stephen Ross, who now owns a sports book, which is yep. where you place bets on sports, including the NFL. Yep. And he has now been accused of telling his head coach to lose games Mm -hmm. so they get better players. But over here, you're going to tell me that that betting thing isn't isn't in the background, like he doesn't have some kind of inside track on it? That is so messed up. That is messed up. If that guy is still an owner next year. Yeah, I don't. If it's found true, if it's found true, I don't see how he can be an owner. The deep-seated corruption in the NFL. Yeah. is ridiculous yes it, i mean it really is it's it's 32 very powerful rich men that don't so care the only way a, to you know, they, really change a system john would be for you and me and the millions of people that are able to listen to this podcast able to yes um that we stop watching the nfl right no, don't don't buy it. <laughs> don't buy any yeah, more football I, uh, stuff. No, my I'm excited about my don't, Bears. Finally, I have don't watched watch. Them. Don't watch games. Don't yeah. don't buy the products that are advertised during the commercials of those games. Yeah, that's how you're going to see change, John. And it's not going to happen. Or you bring it <clears throat> them to light and you make it extremely uncomfortable. I still. You don't think that'll work? Not not for rapid change, no. I mean, for rapid change, you need drastic measures, and nothing you is going to be, be you drastic would, they would enough for well to dry up. Yeah, you know their money grab the drive. And look, man, it's not going to happen. I am you, going to watch the Super Bowl next Sunday. I am going to watch every Chicago Bear game and any other game that happens next year. Right. I'm just not going to stop. I know what you're getting at, and you're right, but. Mm-hmm. The only it's, way you want to see massive, massive change happen in billionaire-run companies is to take away their their wealth, take away their money. Yeah, and then yeah. they're like, oh, shit, so we got to do something. Yep. No, yep. no. and it's got to yeah. be a big enough dent. I mean, 
if you, you tell a billionaire, be like, Hey, gross products down 500 grand. They don't give a shit. <laughs> That's like, nobody cares. Right. I blow that at a strip club. Well, That's not only that, the commissioner who's going to be leading the investigation. <laughs> oh, don't man. forget people. Oh. The, com- the commissioner is employed by those 32 yep. owners. Don't forget mm-hmm. that. Okay. So anyway, we're not going to solve it today. There's not, I'm not going to beat a dead horse anymore about it, but it, it's just, it, if these things come out true, that's real damaging. And those two owners should be gone. Anybody who's got ideas on how to fix the system. There you go. Let us, let us know. Yeah, let us know. Love and then let the love NFL to, know. Yep. <laughs> love to know. Yeah. But Hey, I'll, I'll throw it out to you right now. If anybody can think of a better way to not reward losing the way the NFL does. And I, I get it. The, the thing that made the NFL so popular was it was parody. Right. Take our Cincinnati. I want to say our Cincinnati Bengals, but take the Cincinnati the, Bengals. Yeah. They were four and 12 last year. They're in the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. That can happen to any team. And I think that is what makes the NFL such a, such a. Well, and every, every draft works this way, right? The NFL or the NBA no, draft? The, no, if you miss the playoffs in the NBA, depending on what your seed, I don't know if they've changed this since I last paid attention to it, but. They like if you were the bottom three, if you were the bottom three, you had more ping pong balls put into a lottery system than the person that just uh, barely missed the playoffs. And then the ping pong okay. system would come up. Whoever get that, if you were lucky enough, you got that. Yeah, I, I can. But I the can worse tell you, you look, never... yeah, the worse you lose. The worse you lose in the NBA, the more ping pong balls chances you have. Okay. Yeah. I've never once watched an NBA draft, so I couldn't even tell you how they work. But I do know that's how pretty much the draft works in Major League Baseball. Um, hmm. I'm pretty sure that's how it works in hockey as well. That yeah, the worst team gets the best player next year. Okay. Okay. So, but anyway, I just thought that was an interesting way to look at it was that, hey, our, you know, we're teaching people like we're 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 rewarding people for losing, which should never be the goal. Yeah. Does soccer have a draft? Do you know soccer? I don't know. People? I don't consider that an American top four sport. Well, it's not, but it is the biggest sport in the world. I have so, no idea how they handle that. I don't know. Because I hear I hear about like European soccer teams, they will grab a kid or a, a player at like 16 you're and right. say and say, Hey, you're awesome why don't you come finish school over here while you train with us, play for us. Right. And, and that's a whole different, I mean, can you imagine if the NFL start grabbing kids out of high school? The uh, college people do that. <clears throat> There's people well, yeah. that have been 12 years old. They have a scholarship ready for them. Well, sure. But I'm, I'm that's, but no, I, I yeah, I, I mean, the NBA could, or the uh, NBA, the, the NFL. No, could no the, the, the NBA, they have, the year, but they, have but they yeah, they can grab them out of after they finish high school. That's Kobe Bryant. He never went to college. He just right, but they changed that rule. It's called the one and done rule, which means you have to oh, have really? at least one year. Got to take a gap year. Yeah, basically. interesting. Yeah. Interesting. It, it is okay. Okay. Speaking of awesome, <clears throat> uh, Jack Reacher. The show <laughs> is on um, Amazon. Amazon Prime. It dropped. Yep. When did it drop, Greg? I thought it dropped Friday. You Friday? were talking. You were talking about it Thursday, so that made me go. What? I, yeah, I started watching it. I think on Thursday. Wow. Okay. 
<laughs> so, oh my God, it's awesome. <clears throat> Very good. It is Very such a good. throwback to 1980s <clears throat> stuff. Now, here's what I'm going to say. Go for it. I, I love it. I yes. love every aspect of it. Um, is it Rob? Oh, gosh. Damn it. I had his name. Alan. Star. Alan. Alan Richson. 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 Yeah. Yep. Yes. <clears throat> Alan Richson is killing it. I mean, he is carrying that show very well. All the actors are good. I'm not going to say yeah. that he's carrying it like on right. his own, but as a lead, he he can hold a show like that. Yep. Would, that's always the thing. If you have a lead character that can actually, you know, carry the show for right. for how many episodes, right. um, he's a great reacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're reading the the internet divide that has happened this week between fans of the book and fans of the Tom Cruise films. Okay, and it has just divided like their fandom a little bit um, with the author of the books securely landing in the TV show saying, yes. saying Tom was good. I mean, he's not going to complain about right, Tom, right? but this guy, you know, Richson is, is a much uh, more fitting Jack Reacher. Yeah. Well, if you read in the books, <clears throat> how they describe this guy, that's, yeah. that's him. That's him right there. No, no, yeah. From what I understand, he's supposed to be like six, six, you know, nothing six, but five, muscle. 250 chisel. Yeah. He's a Greek God walking yeah. around. Yes. With like borderline autism, <laughs> just like how he handles situations. And I didn't get that from the Tom Cruise films at all. Um, Richens, Richardson is, is doing that well. Just like that single-minded yeah, laser, just a laser focus. focused. Yes. <clears throat> and I don't know if I go with the autism out. thing, but I think he is singularly focused and he's yeah. laser locked in. Um, um, it's a great show. Yes. It's uh, the thing I'm again, going back to what I was going to say when I, before I said what I said, what I said, I was going to say, this is right. the thing I was going to say. Um, it's not like breaking any new ground in terms of like a detective show or an action show. It's a great story with great actors um that are watched all the way through so don't spoil it yet i mean either okay um that are doing that formula very very well is what i'm gonna say yes um so don't look for anything that you haven't seen before in other shows right but but pick some of the best things you've seen in other shows mash them together and that's what you're gonna get yes um i will say the only thing i will say that has me now i understand when i say it's a 19 it has the flavor of the eighties action mm-hmm. hero. There's a lot of unbelievable stuff that happens there. And then there's some stuff that's not. And the only part that I feel is really unbelievable is there's this real, and I'm not spoiling anything here, guys. So you don't have to worry about this, but in the, in the first episode within literally five seconds of the show, our lead character hasn't said a word yet. And I believe this couple comes out and the guy's really pissed off because she over tipped the waitress. Yeah, he's really like mad at him. And if you see this guy, this guy's a natural, just a regular old average Joe. And mm-hmm. but he's he's showing a lot of hostility towards his or the woman. Yeah, like had her up backed against the truck. Yeah. Slams the slams his hand right next to her to scare, you know, intimidation tactic, mm-hmm. dickhead. And he turns around and looks at Reacher. Now, guys, Reacher is 6'5, 250, solid mm-hmm. muscle. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's a gorilla. Mm-hmm. Turns around, and he goes, "What are you looking at? You're never going to say that to that guy. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen." Right. There are a couple of times. There's a prison fight, I believe, 
but there is a a another one where the he's going back to his hotel and it's like four or five like 20 year old guys come up to him <laughs> and they're there caught they're there to beat him up and i'm yeah, thinking to myself yeah, that was actually in the preview too yeah i was um, thinking you're not gonna beat up this guy <clears throat> like what are you thinking that's the my only problem i liked with tom cruise there was believability and a little bit of coolness to the fact that there's no way this short little guy is going to kick all of our right. asses mm-hmm. and he will annihilate you and what i like about reacher's style the, and i'm talking about the character and i'm so glad they got this right in both the tv show and the movies yeah is his fight style is brutally efficient and very fast he's yeah. going to put you down quick He's not there to show off or anything of that nature. He's down to put like when he puts you down, like when he hits you, it's intended to break something. So you yep. rethink your positioning. Yep. Um, and I just love So it, I actually, I was a big fan of both the Tom Cruise movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was a small little part that nobody thought of was that. I think a lot of people would think they could beat up Tom Cruise. And I'm talking about the way he looks. I mean, I right. think Tom Cruise in reality is like five nine. I don't even think he's that. Okay, he's like me. Okay, let's just say he's five eight, a buck fifty. I'm betting. I want to say he's like five. Oh, you want to say shorter? Oh yeah, he yeah. he is famously short. But I'm gonna look it up. Okay. So my point <clears throat> so is continue. That is when you see that he's surrounded by five guys, and these five guys are average people. An average person could probably think in a life or death situation, I could probably mm-hmm. beat up a 5'8", 150-pound man. And what's great about that is that you were wrong with this guy. You know, so, um, but that's my only problem with this show is that sometimes there's average people walking up to this gorilla and like thinking they can f- scare him or fight him. Or, mm-hmm. And that's the only thing. Like how so, often are you even approached, Greg, in a fight? How often? Uh, you know, not often. I mean, I'm. Yeah. yeah, that's that's true. Is that is not? He is five seven. Um, okay. <clears throat> so he's three inches shorter than my wife. Um, the she's two inches shorter than Ursula. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's and probably and probably about her frame too. By the way. Yes. Yeah. Um, I would agree. So being being a bigger guy, um you still get like there are guys that still look at you and eye you up when you walk into places right um and then there are some people that even and i've talked about this on the show before even in like high school or something like that where you know little guys would just want the to napoleon, fight you. the napoleon complex it's not even a napoleon thing it's just like they there's an overconfidence to it like people really don't know how much size matters in a fight okay um you know uh and I remember, again, my dad, who who taught me some things, uh, he warned me one time. He's like, if you want to fight this guy, you just need to be very aware that you could injure him. Like, yeah. you're big enough that you, if you put your if you put your weight behind a punch, if you really get into it with somebody, you can injure them. And are you ready for that kind of thing? Yeah. Um, so that's something to think about. By the way, how how tall do you think uh, Alan Richson is? Six two. I looked it up. Yeah, he's six two. Yeah, which 6'2". is all right. <laughs> yeah, but he he <clears throat> he's fit. Oh, he's a fit boy. But Absolutely. the thing is, the thing is, with six two in movies, you do look six five because most you, actors yep. are very short. 
I mean, I'm, I'm about six, three ish. Um, and I've seen myself on camera compared to, uh, a guy right. who, gosh, I think Simon is, I don't know if Simon, he, if he's breaking six feet, it's just breaking six feet. Right. And I saw it was, uh, it was a shot of him. It was from his back perspective and I have to walk up and I'm literally meant to be there to rough this guy up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, it's a picket line situation and he's crossing the picket line. So I'm one of the protesters, <clears throat> one of the picket picketers I'm on strike and he walks up and uh, I go up and I push him. and I got to see uh, the daily of that. And I was yeah. like, damn, I look huge. I mean, it's right. really yeah. the, well, the camera think, angle Greg, and I everything. Think, I think, I don't think me so yeah. much anymore. <clears throat> But Ursula used to tell me that I think people our size and including your brother, we yeah. don't realize it because we carry ourselves every day. We don't right. realize that we could be quite intimidating to other people and we have no idea. Right. There's, and especially where we live in the yeah. upper Midwest, it, yeah. it is a lot of Scandinavian stock, Northern Europeans. I mean, we're just grown bigger. Right. And I mean, it's just in the DNA. When I started to travel, I went down to Texas and where they have a different set of, of ancestry. And I was like, I was head and shoulders above everybody. Try to go to Japan. I've heard that. I've heard <laughs> when you go to Japan and like, everybody's like barely up to your shoulder. Yeah. If, they, if you actually watch, if you're actually watching the show, have you noticed when, when Reacher's actually just walking around everywhere? Yeah. He just looks like he came literally out of a comic book. He sticks out like such a sore thumb. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt in Japan. That's interesting. Yeah, just walking around like that, and everybody was like, "Well, that, no. and that's was you know when I was in Texas, you know, you walk yeah. around San Antonio, yeah. you walk into a shop, and everybody's like, "Hey, big feller, like, right? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> yeah, right." So that's my only problem. Did you did you do you tend to agree with what I'm saying? There is that like I just can't see the people they were getting to pick well, fights with him. I was like, dude. Some of them, yeah, but You're some of them. You're not going to do that. Some of these guys are supposed to be like hired hitmen. I mean, the teenagers right. like that, that you see, like the twenty somethings that are sitting and he's out like, their car drinking beer. Right yeah, and he's like, guys, you are two cases of beer in. Yeah, this is not a good idea. And he's always trying to warn people off. Like, yes, you yes. don't want to do this. Giving them chances. That was one of I, my. That's my one of my favorite things with him is when he will sit there and literally tell you, like, get out of my face, or you won't have yeah. one left. Yeah, you know when he That's... like I love when he does that. I I just watched the the uh, the scene in the movie with Tom Cruise because the character is the exact same thing. Yeah, it's just one's extra large, the other one no, right. is yep. yes, or I should say this in Starbucks terms: one is large, the other one is Vente or Vente. Yeah. Vente, <laughs> he's Vente. Yeah. Um. No, there's one bigger than that. It's the one I always get. Trenta, Trenta. That's the biggest cup you can get. There's something bigger than venti. Yeah, Trenton. I don't go to Starbucks that often. Yeah, huh? I gotta try yeah. that. Anyway, next time, next time I'm getting my hot Jack, chocolate. Jack Reacher Starbucks. in the TV show is Trenta, and it's just funny how it I, is. But I love the I love <clears> how <throat> the character will sit there and just like, um, if you want to watch a really good, his, the first Jack Reacher one with Tom Cruise was really good. I really did. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. When he's like, you know, how do you figure it's five against, you know, it's five against one. He's like, it's three against one. Yeah. And you he, know, he breaks that down. The leader comes out. I assume yeah. that's you. <laughs> right. And he goes through this. And right before they're about yeah. to fight, he's like, remember, 
you wanted you, this. You asked for this. Like, yeah. yep, this or how he'll say something like, uh, all right, if you want to go outside and fight, pay the bill first. He's like, I'll pay later. He goes, you won't be able to. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's, and that's what's, I just love that shit. Okay. Yeah. That, that level of confidence. Now we're talking a lot about Alan Richardson, who is doing an amazing job. Yes. I do want to bring up the other performers in the film or in the, okay. in the show. <clears throat> Willa Fitzgerald who's playing Roscoe, the female cop. Okay. Yeah. She's doing She's a really great good. job. Yeah. Great job. Um, has a, a level of confidence around her as well that she doesn't back down from him. And I thought that, I mean, she's her bedside manner in the beginning where, you know, she's like, this guy really isn't a threat. We don't have to worry about him. But at the same time, uh, when she's got to turn it on, she's like, no, no, I will mess you up. Um, I think they're, he's doing really good. And then Malcolm Goodwin as Finley, the the detective. Yes. Very good. Um, I'm I think, I'm not far enough into it yet. I think we're on episode five. So we've got three more left. I think there's something in him that if he lets loose will be fun to see. Yeah, I agree um, with you on that. As a, as a, I think we got three more left. There's Boston. eight episodes. We got three left. Yeah. yeah. So we're on the same spot. So that's okay. that's been good. Yeah. All right. Let's play our game today. I hope okay, you guys, okay, I hope okay. you audience have been uh, <clears throat> thinking about these TV shows you've been watching, past and present. Greg's going to okay. start. So, so I went through and I, you know, flipping through social media and then there's something that was called the 10 movie challenge. And so I was like, this will be a fun little podcast topic. So, uh, we're going to go through 10 films, different topics for each one. Film, of movies or TV shows? Uh, shows, shows. I'm sorry. Sorry. Uh, okay. 10, 10, 10 show challenge. Um, and the first one is the show that ended perfectly you know you watch the whole the whole series and the way it ended it was like that was great i'm done no masterpiece yes masterpiece yeah go ahead i had a hard one this one um you are picky i i am picky and i landed on the fresh prince of bel-air fudge i almost went there with that i think the way it ended it was good. The, yeah, the show was the show left. was done. Yeah. I mean, there wasn't any stories left to tell, really. Right. And just the way they left it off, the the move, the whole thing. I was like, that was nice. That was a yeah. nice little closing. Yeah. I've heard Mash, but I've never Mash seen was it. Good. Mash I was heard good. that ended very well. Sad, um, but well. What's that? It was sad, but it was it was done. Well. Right. 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 Yeah. Um, the one I'm going to have to say, because I was anticipating it, I was waiting for it. Um, I thought Breaking Bad ended well. I, okay. I was I was fine with it. I thought, okay, we're good. We're done. This this is all interesting. A lot of people don't feel that way about that show. They want they, they want more, and they've done well. They've done more. They did a well, wanting more. They did a Jesse. Um, right. Yeah, El Camino. I, we watched it on Netflix. It was really good. Okay. Yeah, um, but and then. Uh, Better Call Saul is technically a spinoff, but it's a spinoff. But what I'm saying is, if people want more, then you probably ended well. Okay. Okay. Right. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll take it. All right. Uh, Feel free to end uh, to uh, type <clears throat> yeah, in. Yeah. Pop your, on um, in. Yeah. So the second one, here we go, is the show that ended horribly. Like you got to the end and you went, that was not good. That yeah. sucked. Yeah. Uh, there is one show that definitely came up on people's lists a lot. I bet you I can guess it. Go ahead. Lost? No. 
No. But that a couple of people did have that. Like then we're was, to go with the number one, of course, <clears throat> was Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones was absolutely yes. when I looked at people's lists and I looked at a lot of lists. Yeah, everybody a lot of people had yeah. um Game of Thrones because they were just so disappointed in the ending. Yes, of um, course. They built us up for seven years and all of a sudden, yep, what? And brand. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yep. That's the guy. That yeah, can't that's be the, the guy. guy. That's um, the guy. I went with how I met your mother. Like that's a big one too. And that, that show sucked. just that did sucked. not end well. And no, there's so many good people in that show that yes. deserved better. Like, yes. I don't know if in the that last couple seasons, if they're like reading the scripts, just like really okay. Yeah. okay well, I'll say the lines because yeah. you pay me to. Right. Um, but yeah, that was one that I I agree with you on that one. That that ended horribly. Um yeah, I think that's uh all right, that's that's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number three, uh, the show. Uh, my notes right. The show that had the most potential, but they didn't quite hit the mark. Like it was, you were pumped yeah. up about it. They had a, you know, good cast, good story. Here we go, and then it just fell flat. God, where do I start? <laughs> that, I mean, there's a lot of shows like that, yeah, right? I mean, I are. could name Lost as one of them for sure. Um. Another good one was the first two seasons of Arrow were really good, uh-huh. and then it got just dumb. Mine, um, mine was The Flash. Like The Flash, okay. I thought ton of potential. I was never invested really in anybody in that show. Yeah, like it really fell flat from season one. Now I watched the first six seasons as a. It's gonna be good. It's it, yeah. We we I'm it's waiting. gonna be. Here we go. Yeah. Like here we no no. Here, okay, here we go. And yeah. every every episode, every episode was Barry's like, here's the bad guy. And then Barry's like, I'm not fast enough. I can't do it. I'm not fast enough. And then something would happen and like, I am fast enough. And then and then we go on to next week. Yeah. So yeah. Can I, I do was, a hot take? Hot take here. Sure. Sure. The book of Boba Fett. Oh my God. I thought we were gonna save that for a different time. But okay, yes, that's <laughs> holy shit. Holy yeah. shit. Just yeah, well, what? we no, we won't have to go into it. I'm just thinking they had so much there. It's a whole just, nother top. We could do a whole show itself. Yeah, we probably will. So probably much will. potential wasted. You know what? I'll just tell you, I'll just say this before we move on. What made me realize that was when the Mandalorian popped in. I well, it's when fan service goes bad. That was the book of Boba Fett. Like, we're gonna do this for the fans and fuck it up. I mean, just Oh my yeah. God, we got to move on because we're going to yes. go off. All right, let's go. Go. Okay. Uh, number four, the show that was criminally, criminally underrated. Like Ooh. you recommend this show to everyone. everyone. It was that good, but just never really seemed to hit with the general public. What do you got? Because I haven't, I couldn't. Um, this out. You didn't, you didn't do your homework. Uh, oh, I did my homework. I just I've got, couldn't figure this out. I've got a couple. So the one that I, uh, Mind Hunter on Netflix is, uh, it's the. Oh, yeah. Story of the first FBI criminal profilers. Okay. Um, if you like serial killers, if you like kind of dark, uh, dark crime kind of stuff, that's a great one. Uh, the second one I came up with that in Mindhunters is done. You can go watch both seasons and, right. and enjoy that. Uh, the one that's still on, and I, I, I struggled with this one with a, another category that we're going to get to, um, but it's it's on the CW. It's called Motherland Fort Salem. Oh. It, have you watched any of this? It's on no. Hulu if you haven't. No. Um, it looks preposterous. 
like, and even it takes a little bit, I'd say the first half of season one takes a little bit for you to really kind of dig in and start to start to like it. Um, but once it started to hit with me, it was good. It's, it's a alternate history where in the Salem witch trials, rather than burn all the witches, uh, the founding fathers went, wait, there's something here. We can use this as a military advantage. Mm. And it turns out witchcraft was, it's not even witchcraft. They like have more or less like superpowers. They're not, it's not demonic. They're not doing demons. They just know how to uh, create fire. They know how to use their voice to create fire. Like in such a way they hit these tones and it was just really cool and very creative very um, unique taste very uh, unique the, their their main weapon of choice is it's kind of like a whip but it's like a retractable whip i mean okay. it's that is it's true. just very different yeah. and it's enjoyable and the characters were compelling and there's political intrigue going on and you're like wow yeah. so yeah that's my one that i recommend to people that are looking for something new i recommend the nevers the and, nevers yeah but you and i agree on, on a lot on the <clears throat> nevers I can't get anybody else to jump on board with that. I don't know why. It's a tough one. It's and tough it one. Worries me because I feel like I'll never see it again. Then you might like not. I mean, yeah. I've I've read that they're coming out with a season two, and I've read that it's dead in the water. So I don't. Uh, know. Yeah. The actors, like the actors from that show, you can go find them on other things, oh, and that that, that's sometimes the death knoll. Yeah. With but but then at the same time, because it's an HBO show and they film it like in these. Like super chunks, like we're I just this, and then they go away. So it's I just had one. Okay, but you recommend? I recommend it to people, and I know why not a lot of people want to watch it. Young Justice. Oh yeah, it's really good. Very good, but it's it's really hard to get anybody to actually sit down and watch it because a lot of people I know can't get past well it's a cartoon Why yeah it's that it. it's an animated show they can't get yeah. past that the, by the way people on video watching me if I'm looking over here I was like is it like in a zone I was pretending someone was here right go ahead um you're pretending that the ignorant Americans are over there whether right like there. it's cartoons I'm yeah. an adult and you're right. like fuck yeah. you just watch it <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah yeah all right yeah. Uh, okay, one. so that was number four. Number five, the show that people re- uh, recommend to you, but you just you can't get into it. Like, you oh, don't like here it. we go. I, I had a list. Me too. Go. Uh, number one. I'll go. You go. Okay, Breaking Bad. Breaking. <laughs> I know for some people it's like it's the best show ever, and I'm yeah, like, I tried. I just it's up I, there. It's up there. That's all right. Yeah, it's okay. Not for me. Um, Outlander. Mm, mm-hmm. Can't get into that damn thing. That's a little bit different. Uh, Black Mirror. Okay. I can see that. Um, I know a lot of people that would be like, what? But, you yeah. know, I can see that. I can completely see that. Um, the Sopranos. Okay. Yeah. That was a tough one. I just I, cannot get into that damn thing. I didn't. I, you know what? That could have been on my list, too. I just didn't even. I have tried it, five separate times. Like, to get into it. that show. Yeah. I'm going to watch it. Uh, the one that you keep hitting me up with, the Ozarks really I yeah i, I thought you watched you can't you can't do it huh well it, like it will be on in my house like krista is like enraptured with it she's watching it and okay. i'm like i don't give a shit i'm on my phone i'm doing other things i'm okay like, it just doesn't grip yeah all right i just don't watch it wow um the one that ursula and i have tried again and again and again and we can't get into it dexter 
Yeah, the yeah, serial killer. Yeah, you know, I just, I just, serial killer screams. is a good guy. I, I loved Sounds of the Lambs and I loved the character Hannibal Lecter, which I don't know if that says something good or bad about me, but <laughs> I love that character. I was like, oh, cool. This sounds like a really cool, interesting twist on it. Like he's, he's kind of a superhero that, or he's a bad it guy that kills, kills bad, bad guys. guys. Yeah. And I can't get into that. Goddamn. I can't. Yeah. I'm like, this is horrible. <laughs> I, yep, can't I couldn't it. get into that one. either. I feel like the um, acting's even ridiculously bad. But yeah, I can't get into it. So here's one that people rave about, like to the point, and it's coming to an end this season. Um, but I'm just not into it. This is us. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I think the problem with me with that, because I, I agree with you, I, I want to get into that. I just can't. I mean, have no de- people are like it's so good i cry every episode yeah. why would i want to cry every episode i don't want to do that that yeah. doesn't sound like good tv to me yeah i watched the first episode and i thought i had a cool twist i was like oh he's the he's the baby oh oh and they okay they adopted okay cool yeah, that- that's cool and then after that i'm just like <clears throat> um i'll show that i has been recommended to me by um my tv <laughs> As how I met your father. Just oh yeah, that's well, that's Hulu's big. <laughs> They're making a push. Yeah. Well, and the the one thing that was great about how I met your mother, especially in that beginning, is that it was our generation. I mean, it was yes, that it was late twenties, early thirties, and yes. we got all the jokes, we got all the references. Yep. I mean, it it was us. This yep. how I met your father is for people that are currently in their late twenties, early thirties. Yeah, and, you're right. Eh, I'm I'm not there. Uh, yeah, and so, I think that's yeah, you're right. That's and maybe problem. it's great. I haven't watched a single episode. Maybe it's great. Maybe I watched I the first one. I was like, <laughs> it was. Well, I say maybe I'll get it, but I'm not. I, I've got a bunch of other stuff I want to watch right now. That's yeah. that's not on the list. All right, uh, a couple comments. Uh, Mary said she loved The Sopranos. Good. Uh, <laughs> <and> <laughs> And I'm not being mean. I, just, I know you're not. I know. There too. Just... I, I watched like a couple episodes. I did do a little run where I would catch it and I was like, oh, this is pretty good. Oh, this is pretty good. And then I did something else would happen. I'm like, I have no idea what's happening. Click. Right. Because I wasn't into it. I just can't get into it. Um, Love Mad Men, but nobody else does. We're going to get into that one. That one's coming up on a list later. For okay. Me. Um, But again, here it's great show. I don't. I don't want to get too much away there. Uh, where were we at? Where were we at? That was number five. Number six. The show you constantly defend to your friends. Like they're like, "Why are you watching that show?" And I'm like, "Because it's so good. You're doing get it." <laughs> so, um, a couple for me. One that came up is the Canadian sitcom Letterkenny. There I can are see that ton of fans yeah. up there, but for some reason in my circles, and I'm like. New season of Letterkenny came out. Did you guys watch it? They're like, no, I'm I'm six seasons behind. I'm like, oh. and you just, they don't care. I mean, it's not enough for them. And I kind of see it because there were some seasons where you're like, that that running gag was way too long. Um, but there's six six episodes a season, so you can yeah. get through them pretty quick. Yeah. But yeah, it's there's not enough laughs for people to sit down and uh, I think really make it work. I have two. <clears throat> um, the workaholics do you remember that show was that was that a british show no 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 no. it's uh, the guy with the curly red hair and the mustache yes yes yeah the guy from uh oh i don't know his name but he's from pitch perfect yep 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 
Okay. Yeah, I I love that show, but I knew I was watching just I was like this is this like, one's for me. Yeah, this <laughs> one's for me basically. Yeah, for sure. I forgot well, yeah. the other one was when I just said uh I had two of them because it's on the same level of that. Oh, um Always Sunny in Philadelphia. See, and that's on my list to watch and I just I'm so far like they're in season what 12. You might have like to that? watch that backwards almost really. I, the reason I say that is because you have to travel back in like to 2004 to get the climate then because they attack oh, shit yeah. that's they're so right. raw. Yeah, right. they attack everything. I remember we we I did turn on the first episode because my kids are a little bit older. I'm like, well, maybe like this, it'll be like a family show. And then went, nope, no, family show. it's not nope. a family show. Quickly, no. quickly learned that lesson. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other one I had on this list, which is also not a family show, is Hulu's The Great. Did you watch that? No. Hmm. It's good. Story of Catherine the Great. Oh, okay. Um, coming into Russia and then uh, formulating a coup and taking Russia away from Peter the Great. And they say, even in the opening credits, it's the great, a sometimes historically accurate show. Okay. So like when you read the story of like, the coup in Russia and Catherine yeah. the Great taking over. It's very different, but I think the performances are good. The costumes are great. Um, it's funny in parts. It's It's got some drama in parts, but like every time I sit down to watch it, my wife rolls her eyes. So, okay. <clears throat> anyway. Okay. So that was number six. Number seven, the show you loved as a kid that is disappointing now. So you loved thunder, it. Thunder, up. thunder, thunder, <laughs> cats. So, yeah, there's like a whole block of like action cartoons from yep. our childhood. Yep. You know, and we've talked, we even talked about them a couple a couple shows ago, but like Thundercats, Silverhawks, G.I. Joe, Mask, you know, they don't they don't hold up. They were no. literally cartoons that were made to sell toys. Yes. Which when you're nine doesn't register. You're yeah. like, this is an action-packed <laughs> cartoon. I can't with get a, detention because Thundercats are on at 3.30 yeah. and I have to get there. <laughs> and each show had a moral lesson in it, which was yeah. awesome. Yeah. And then you find out they were just trying to get your money. Oh, um, God. Yeah. But I think I'm that was our, that every, every, probably every <clears throat> show in my childhood <clears throat> was that. Well, sure. and, and like yeah, shows you loved as a kid, but are disappointing now. I mean, that's, we're talking like 80 shows at that yeah. point. But even like Knight Rider doesn't hold up for me airwolf does not hold up for oh, me airwolf jesus um, you know it doesn't hold up for me and i used to love it werewolf doesn't hold up anymore. yeah it doesn't doesn't really hold a no, candle no. you even go back and you watch some of those early episodes of the simpsons oh yeah really bad <clears throat> yeah not really uh, bad really bad i mean they're great at the time but they just don't hold up over time yeah yeah okay um so number eight is the show that is absolute trash, but you love it anyway. I got two of them. Okay. Cobra Kai. <clears throat> yeah, that's trash. Number one. Number two is The Challenge. MTV's The Challenge. It's literally trash. They put a bunch of people in a bunker, basically. Give them all the alcohol in the world, all the food you want. No, oh, these TV, are pretty no people, phones. right? Huh? They're all pretty people, right? They're Well, yeah, now they are. They're all pretty people. They're all people that were used to be like, remember when MTV used to do the real world? Sure. Yeah. 
So they're reality stars. Yeah, they took those reality stars, they put them in there, and they give them a challenge. And it lasts like for like this, like this is like the thirty. I think Ursula and I watched the last thirty second season of this show. Yeah. Oh my god. We are just dialed into this every every single time it's on. We just love it, and it's wow. it's it's horrendous. <laughs> It's horrendous. I'm almost embarrassed to admit I'm right now that I love the MTV the challenge. Well, we got a we got a fan on Mary who said she watches it too. So you're in good company. Oh, Mary, I'm telling you, <clears throat> there's just something about that show that you just can't stop watching it. And yeah, we will pause and argue. Like, <laughs> what I mean by argue, like me and her are never like against each other, but we're like, okay, he's being an asshole right now because he's just jealous, you know, and that we just go back and forth. And it's wow, it's a weird. It's a weird little thing that Ursula and I do that almost creates a uh, our bond. It's so weird. But you you guys were into that like those weird realities. Like you watched Naked and Afraid too, didn't you? That's awesome. No, that's not weird. That's <clears throat> awesome. No, it is weird. I'm into it like the survival. No, what's weird is when they try to make it a dating show. That that's, got weird. That's very weird. <laughs> that that's weird. Uh, for me, the show that's absolute trash that um, we watch anyway is Teen Wolf. When that was on, we were there. God, like, it never made sense. It doesn't. It's it a, never it, it felt is like a trash yeah. show. It has produced a couple good actors. Yes. Um, but for the most part, it is a trash show. Oh. It almost went into the same category as shows that you were into that did not end well. And that show did not end well oh. because one of their main and best actors um, was in a car accident on another or, or in a bad stunt or something, a stunt that went bad on a film. He was in uh, yeah. uh, The Maze Runner. Yes. Um, What's his name? Dylan? Uh, Dylan. Dylan. O'Brien? Dylan O'Brien. Dylan O'Brien. Great um, actor. He really like good. Him. Really yeah, good. I like my, my absolute number one pick for Nightwing. I mean, absolutely, he would kill it in that role. Yeah, um, right. But he got hurt, couldn't film the last season, so they, like, wrote him out, and it just sucked. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> it was, he was carrying that show. He absolutely was. Yes. Um, but it is, it was a trash show that we watched every bit of. So, okay. Okay. Um, the show that you, that had you hooked at first, you were so locked in. And then after a couple of seasons, it just lost you. The walking dead. Mm, I was like, I was like, just die already. All of you like, this is just, come on. There was even one whole one whole season that I know eventually got dubbed the Talking Dead because all they did is talk. There talk. were no zombies in the entire season. It was I can't like remember that was, but uh, it, was, it was the season after we had actually dropped off. So I think it was like four or five. Okay, so yeah. that that was definitely a show that had lost us. So I agree with you on that. Um, Fringe. Do you remember Fringe? On I do. That was God. What a good show, show in the beginning. Great show, had yes. still great actors that were great actors through the entire show, but the script yeah. just started to suck. I mean, there was this whole reality hopping and they thing kept that they were switching doing. back and yeah, forth, right? And you didn't really know who he's really from the other dimension, and yeah, it got, it got weird. Josh Jackson is a very good actor, I, yes, he I is. Hope, I want to see him in like a big budget thing, he's mostly yeah. a TV guy. But uh, another um, show that I thought was horrendous or that uh, I love Supernatural, I just well, after 15 years, come yes, on. I, mean, I was just like, okay, I'm, I can't. And you're right. It's a trash show, but the people were in it were good. They love the characters. Yeah. And that, that fan base. Can't, yeah. can't, can't uh, beat that. There was a time that Ursula and I, I think we watched it. 
I think we binged it for like this is before we had our daughter. We binged it like for th- I think all of winter one year. Sure. We're like, wow, what a great show. Amazing. Like, and then I'm like, hey, it's still on. Do you want to watch? She's like, no. I'm like, yeah, me neither. I don't. Do you know they're coming out with a prequel series? Who? For Sam and Dean? No, it's Sam and Dean's parents being monster hunters. They're going to recast uh, Sam and Dean's mom and dad. And it's going to be um, Jensen Eccles. Uh, Dean is going to narrate the story and, oh, of his and, dad. And, yeah of his dad like he's i don't know if he's reading a memoir or however that would it. my only <laughs> i mean that's that's, that sounds cool but my my i guess my drawback on that is we've seen literally everything on supernatural what are they going to bring that we don't? oh they'll they'll just they'll rehash it they'll it'll be yeah. rehashed they'll have different characters interacting well, with it good luck and, with that yeah yeah i think it'll be on for at least five seasons we think so I think so. Yeah. Wow. Okay. The, like I said, the fan base for that show is rabid. Do you and know what I'm at now with that? Another show that I think is just, I'm, I don't care anymore is the boys. I don't care. <laughs> I'm good for one more season. I think. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm good for one more. I'm going to see where they go, Yeah. but that's another one. That's not going to be long lived. I mean, they're going to do, it'll be like three and out maybe four. Yeah. I think the um, problem is when you have a show that is that in your face in the first season, you have to top it by being more in your face. And, and that's when people will lose me is when I'm yeah. like, okay, now people's heads are going like, what are we doing? It's like, too much. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Understandable. For, uh, so I had, I had fringe um, and then I had all hospital dramas. Like all You're right. I'm, I, I am, I am just shocked that done. that Grey's Anatomy is still going on. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we've, we've talked about my, my uh um like just done like yes. when they killed a kid on that show and it was like a whole season of them killing kids and i was done but we, we watched Grey's anatomy we watched uh er we watched what was the uh, private practice i think was the yes. spinoff from Grey's. i actually like private practice <clears throat> and we, we we watched all those and then i was like i'm so done with yeah. these. even scrubs like if you try to binge you're right you're scrubs, right and and i actually tried i'm like you know Scrubs was a great show. Yes, it, it was good. lots of silliness in it. Timing, I loved yeah. it. When you watch that show and you binge it, there is a dramatic death in every episode. Oh, is it really? It really is. Like you're there's some kind of loss, or someone's dead, or someone's refusing treatment, or yeah. in every episode, and you're like, there's a heavy part in every one. Wow. So yeah, I stopped watching that. Um Mary's all over the place tonight. Thanks for listening, Mary. Um she said she couldn't get to couldn't get into Son, Sons of Anarchy. Me neither. Like, and you know what? Haven't tried. Hang on, is this my sister in law, Mary? <clears throat> no, it's my oh, cousin okay. Mary. Okay, all right, cousin Mary from my dad's side. Okay, um, what would you say? She couldn't get into Sons of Anarchy. That's another one I've heard that you should yep. watch, and I just can't get into it. The it's, Shield as well. The Shield okay. with uh, what was so it? okay. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, we, sorry, sorry, sorry. We're going into another category here. Okay, sorry. Um. Because 10, which is our last, is the show that is the best show you haven't watched. So oh, what's the... So I guess that would be Sons of Anarchy. So I, that's on the list. I've got Madman. Mad, Mad Men. Oh, I haven't watched that either. Have I I think I watched two episodes. The Sopranos. For some reason. Well, no, that's not true. I've watched The Sopranos. 
but yeah, I, and I, like I didn't get into it. So it has to be something we haven't watched. Yep. I'm going to say that you haven't even tried. Like people say it's a great show. Like it's one of Mad Men for else. sure. Yeah, Mad Men for sure. For me. um, Squid Game. Big yes. show last year. Didn't touch it. Like yep, nor I. Yep. Haven't, right. Yeah. Haven't gotten into it. Uh, the one that's been around for a long time and I just haven't watched The Wire. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I can't say that. I've watched three episodes. I've watched three episodes. I was like, I don't care. Yeah. Couldn't. <laughs> so I guess that goes on my list of people. Yeah. Going, something that what? just didn't hook you. Yeah. Like you, you I've heard like that. that I've heard that is the that is that's like top three of the best TV shows of all time. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. heard that, too. And it, I, I have access it. to it. Yeah. And there's been enough times where Chris and I are like, eh, we're kind of done with that show. Yeah. This one isn't out yet. What do you want to watch? Where we could watch The Wire. Nowhere on my radar do I go, ooh, you know what we oh, should watch. You know a show that made me not watch, that I lost interest in the middle of the season was the the recent one with the, um, like, it, it was, it felt very um, Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country or Oh, Lovecraft Country. Yeah, that's on HBO. Yeah, watch. I got like, I think I, yeah, think I had I like could, three episodes left, and I was like, I don't care anymore. I could see that. I could see that. That it got weird for sure. But yeah, it's the a, last. But, but Lovecraft is weird. So yeah, the last one was the <clears throat> one where he was like back in Japan and he fell in love with a fox lady mm. or something like that. Yep, that was I weird. Just, just didn't care to put it back on ever again. Did and then you you didn't see the the. Did you? Oh, maybe you did. The uh, twin demon girls. Oh no! Okay. So, oh my God! Uh, probably the most terrifying imagery that I've seen in the past five years. No kidding. No kidding. Like they will haunt you. It okay. is. I'll stay out of that. Oh my God! It, it like literally shivers down my spine. Kind of weird. Um, yeah. And and really, it's not. It, it's all about the environment, the music, and then the way these two actresses were just moving. Moving. Uh, and okay. they did their makeup kind of weird. And like, you're looking at their mouth. You're like, do they have fangs? Do they not have fangs? What's up with their mouth? It's totally. <laughs> and and they're, I'm getting goosebumps just talking about this. Okay. Shit. All right. Um, but they're going after uh, the main character's niece, who's okay. like a middle school age girl. They're haunting her. And. So she's the only one that can see them and the way they move. I think the, the actresses were um, dancers. Okay. And just the way they were like moving in and out of the crowd, just creepy as fuck. And you're just like, oh, what? Oh. it's like okay. literally couldn't turn away. Like those but you're still wa you're watching it like, oh my God, I don't want to. Yeah. yeah, it was that alone is, I think, worth the last three episodes where you just go back and watch or even just look at oh, so you want me to share in your horror I, I think so yeah okay um so uh mary says wentworth what is wentworth wentworth is my favorite show oh that is a uh that's a prison yet. is that's a is that is a it? women's prison movie or show uh, i'm no saying idea. yes uh she has not responded yet. i haven't even heard of that show yeah i've heard of it that's a women's prison I believe it's a, I think it's like in, in London. Went, oh yeah. Look at that. Wentworth TV series. Cause that's all we're talking about. Oh, yep. Women's prison. Who is in this thing? I think it's all, is it British? Um, it, is it British it, Greg? Well, you know, what? Well, IMDB doesn't say it's a British show. It just says it's a show. 
Um, looking at the actors and actresses, I'm going to say yes. It is. Yeah. Okay. FA British. And all. Yeah. Okay. Some of the scenes, all the guards. Mary's giving that a thumbs yeah. up. Uh, Australian. It's oh, it's Australian. Australian. Well, that, close that, makes sense. I mean, that makes sense. They were colonized. Um, oh, Australian. Well, good day, oh, mate. You, you know. <laughs> good one. Um, a, a great uh, Australian show. Australian show that's on. Um, Amazon Prime right now is Firebite. If you like vampire shows, okay, it's it's it it's almost it's like a low almost low budget. I don't know what can like what Australian shows considered to be low budget, but yeah. by American standards, you're gonna watch this and be like, this is kind of low budget, but it's fun. It's a fun show. Okay, hey, another show for you that people mm. I keep trying to get you on is that uh, um, God, what's that show? Yellow Jackets. Yeah, I don't I. I don't yeah, you can't get it. Yeah, you yeah, can't get it. I don't. But, I don't do the Showtime thing. But yeah. if anybody wants to share with me their login and password for Showtime, I will watch it. Um, another one that we just started on HBO Max that is finished. Like it's not. They're not making any more. Is Pennyworth? It's good or it's not good. It's very good. Very it's good. Very, very good. good. Um, I would give it. Some episodes are hard R. Some are more PG thirteen. But it is. It's uh, a post World War II uh, Alfred Pennyworth who right. becomes Bruce Wayne's butler or or the, the butler of Wayne Manor, um, and he was a SAS, the uh, uh, right. British like it's like Special British Air Navy. Service Men or something like that. It's like Navy SEALs yes. for for the Brits um, yep. in World War II, and so he he's trying to open a securities business while also being a bouncer at a bar. Um, or at a nightclub, I should say. It's cool. Yeah. It's very yeah. cool. Very cool. Very good. Well, it, it goes back to the, like, you and I are Batman fans. So, and I think you and I also share the the mystery of Alfred Pennyworth. Yeah. You know, we all, I like, I remember sitting there like, you know, he's actually a badass. He can actually do that. And mm-hmm. like, no, he can't. I'm like, yeah. no, he can't. Well, and like, they never portrayed him that way in, right. in really any of the films. No, like, they haven't. Like, Jason Isaacs was probably the, the closest they got to like maybe he knows actually you know what no in gotham the tv series yes which is another one that i just never really watched i watched Um, your first season didn't get into it after that yep they they allude to the idea that alfred had some some skills yes and then i think in the new batman coming up we're gonna see alfred having i think i think you're right having some skills some some combat tactics yeah some nunchuck skills Maybe most skills. skills. Okay. Liger is like my most favorite animal. Well, with (laughs) that. Yes. uh, I'm out. That's, that's. Yeah. I think we are out. It's, it's past 10. We've gone already 11 minutes over. Fine. Go. You stage an hour. Yeah. So Greg sign us out. Okay. Well, it is a, is a week to be had. It's finally, man, it's, I'm on countdown to vacation. So we're going to talk about that probably after the show. Um, So as you're going through your week, check your sources, know where you're getting your, your information from, know your audience, like communicate with people the way they like to be communicated with, especially if you're trying to prove a point. And as you're trying to prove that point, just don't be a douche. Yeah. So for the Greg, this is Johnny saying, do it in middle earth. We'll see you later. Take care. Podcast out. Bye guys.